This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Ike Aziji, of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God with an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the Word of God that will take your life to the next level. Hallelujah. Um, We'll be looking at a topic this morning titled, Faith, Storms, and Exploits. Faith, Storms, and Exploits. And you see, one thing I want you to understand is that this morning, you see, in the realms of the invincible, there is no recession. There is no lockdown. There is no shutdown. There is no break. In the realms of the invincible, transactions and exchange are going on continuously, continuously. That is why I want you in this season, this is the season you must invest in your spiritual work with God. This is not a time for spiritual complacency. This is a time for spiritual vibrancy. This is a time you must give attention to God, to what God is speaking into your life, than giving attention to the things that is happening around you. Can you shout a lot of men? So this is that season. This is that time. You go have for attention to the things of God. Glory to God. And this morning, I'm going to be breaking this topic into four sections. And I'm going to, go, I'm going to be going to the first section this morning. And I'm going to be talking to you about Faith, your weapon for conquest. Faith, your weapon for conquest. You see, um, I want you to understand that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And anyone who comes to God must believe that God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. That is to say, any time you invest in your spiritual life will be rewarded with faith. Any time you invest in your spiritual work with God will never go unrewarded. In fact, can I tell you this? I want to tell you that even at this time we are in this season, the realm of the spirit has concluded this season already. They are already in another phase. In the realms of the spirit, this chapter we are in now is already over. And for you to be at far with what is happening in the realms of the spirit, you must be in the spirit. You must be in the spirit. The kingdom of hell has concluded their plan before you start seeing it. And the kingdom of heaven has concluded their intervention, which we are yet to see, which is going to manifest. Can you shout glory to God? Hallelujah. So, now I want you to know something. 
The Bible says in Daniel chapter 11, that's what we are kicking off from this morning. Daniel chapter 11 and verse 32. And, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. And the people that do know their God and the people that do know their God shall be strong, shall stand firm, and do exploits. What am I trying to say this morning? In every crisis and in every situation, there is always a people, there's always a people that refuses to accept what they see. In every crisis, in and in every situation, there's always a people, there's always a people that will believe what others cannot see. In every generation, there's always a Caleb. In every generation, there's always someone with a different spirit. My question to you this morning is, do you know the God that you serve? For the people that do know their God, that do know their God shall be strong, shall be strong, shall stand firm. My question to you is, are you standing firm now? This is a time to stand strong. This is not a time to be weak spiritually. If you fail in the days of adversity, the Bible says your faith is small. This is a time for you to stand strong and stand firm. Because the God that you serve has the capacity and the ability to help you and to deliver you. Can you share glory to God? There is no exploit without a conquest. There is no exploit without a contest. There is no exploit without a fight. And for you to overcome any storm in your life, including the storm we are in now, requires faith. Faith is a requisition to overcome every storm in life. And this is not a time for you to just get to the news and all your readings about what is going on in the world. This is an opportunity for some of us who have been too busy with work and all that. This is time. What you do in this season is what determines your next season. Because in the realms of the spirit, we are already in the next phase. Already. But if you want to judge right and be at far with the spirit, this is the time to connect to God. Can you shout aloud amen? Can you shout aloud amen? This is 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4. It says, for the weapon of our warfare are not carnal. But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. The weapon of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God. That is to say, the weapon of our warfare are weak through the news media. The weapon of our warfare are weak through the news media. I'm not against the news media, but you got to watch what you listen to. 
Because what you hear can challenge you right or draw you back. The weapon of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God. They are mighty through God. Every challenge you're facing right now, you can pull it down through God. The whole world is in a place of standstill. The only solution that we have in this time is Almighty God. The weapon of our warfare are not carnal. We will win only through the channel of the Spirit. Can you shout a loud amen? Now, Psalm chapter 46 and verse 10. Psalm chapter 46 and verse 10. You see, this is the time I expect you to invest more time or spend time with God and spend time with the word of God. Whether you're working at home or you're not working at all, this is the time to give the Lord more time in your life. The Bible says, Psalm chapter 46 verse 10, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the hidden. I will be exalted in the earth. God said, I will be exalted in that situation you're facing right now. I will be exalted in your life, in your family. I don't know what you're dealing with right now. God said, be still. Wake up. Stop the fear. And acknowledge the God that you serve. I will be exalted in your life. I will be exalted even in the midst of the oppositions in your life. In the midst of your enemies, I will be exalted. Be still. Stop the fear. Stop the anxiousness. Stop the fear. I will be exalted. Be still. Wake up to acknowledge who the God that you serve is. Can you serve glory to God? Wake up because God will be exalted. In your life. And I decree that for everyone watching this morning. God will be exalted in that situation. That situation will never overcome you. You will overcome that situation. That thing you're dealing with right now cannot win over your life. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are the born overcomer designed to rule and reign as king on this earth. And the will of God we I suffer enforce the will of God over your life. It will override every condition you're going through. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Be still. Be still. I don't know whom I'm talking to this morning. Be still. Don't shiver. Don't quiver. Don't shake. Be still. For God will do what he says he will do in your life. The enemy will never have the final say concerning you and your family. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. The second point I want to be talking about this morning. I want to be talking about on what foundation are you building on? On what foundation are you building on? You see, we are now beginning to see how weak, how vulnerable, how breakable, how unstable our system and our alternative foundation is is beginning to show it's beginning to show businesses are shutting down government government of nations are getting confused glory to God government of nations are getting confused 
the economy of nations are collapsing. And I want to start this, 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 this morning by going to Matthew chapter 7 from verse 24 to 25. Matthew 7, 24 to 25. And the Bible says, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the flood came, and the wind blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Any foundation that is not based on God will collapse. In the middle of every economic crisis, in the middle of every economic crisis, failure is inevitable. Glory to God. You see, see, this is to tell you that any foundation that is built outside of Christ will fail. And this is the moment I wanted to trust God. This is the moment I wanted to trust God because in the middle of every shaking, the world economy will collapse and I will want you to trust God. This is the season you must trust God. Because our abilities our, and our strength are revealed in the middle of the storms. And when we go through situations like this. And that is why I want to encourage you as a child of God. This is the moment to put your trust in God. Glory to God. Matthew chapter 7 verse 26 and verse 27. The Bible says, but everyone who hears this saying of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on, on the sand and the rain descended. The flood came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was it for. That will not be your testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus, I said that will not be your testimony. You see, somebody is saying, why is God allowing what is going on to, to keep going on? Why is God allowing it? See, I want to tell you that, you see, the, 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 God is allowing this shaking because the people of God have made a decision or they are putting their faith in the economy of man. And that is why God is shaking it. God is shaking it. The saints of God now have as much fears as the people of the world. Because we are defending on the world, not on God. And my question to you this morning is, who is your source? Is God your source or your job your source? My question to you this morning is, do you trust God or do you trust a pocket? And this is a season where we must start to build on the solid foundation. Because our prosperity and our, and our sustainability is not based on what the world is going through. It's not based on that. Because our God that we serve will always make a way for us where there seems to be no way. Can you shout glory to God? Can you shout at me? Wherever you're watching from, I want to shout glory to God in your room. Hallelujah. You see, what I wanted to do from today, don't wait until you get into the battle before you start getting prepared. This is the season you got to prepare for the next season. Build your foundation on God.
Due to your foundation of God, the situation at hand is teaching us faith, teaching us patience, and teaching us how to trust God. And you must learn, one thing you must learn after this is how to trust God. Because your God will always provide for you. Put your trust in God, not in the economy of man. Because anything can fail. In this world, anything can fail. Only, only something that is viewed on the solid rock, Jesus Christ, is the only thing that can stand for him. Can you shout amen? Glory to God. You see, Mark chapter 4 and verse 24. It says, and he said to them, take heed what you hear. In what measure ye measure. It shall be measured to you and to you who hear it shall be added. Glory to God. See, what you hear can affect you positively or negatively. What you hear in the news media can collapse your faith. Amen? And many believers have now, have now turned from the word of God to the news media. Some, some people have never opened the Bible all week. But they know every news going on in the world. How are you going to build your faith? I want to challenge you this morning. I'm not against the news media. It's good to listen to this and know what is going on. But give some quality time to God. Because whatever you hear has the ability to multiply in your life. Either it can multiply. See, whatever you hear can do two things. Either it multiplies your faith or it multiplies your fear. Either it multiplies your faith or it multiplies your fear. That's why the Bible says, and to you who hear, it shall be added. Whatever you hear has the capacity to either grow your faith or kill your faith. Hallelujah. So, so we are now believing the news media more than we are believing God. That is what, what is happening right now. We are now believing the news, the news media. We have so much belief that the news media, we have so much belief in the news media that we have refused to hear the news from God. We have refused to tune in to the word of God and listen to what God is saying so he can show us the way out of the situation at hand. Glory to God. God wants to show us the way out. And everyone who is committed to this will see a change. I'm telling you. You see, Psalm chapter 34 and verse 5. Psalm chapter 34 and verse 5. The Bible says, give your eyes on the Lord. You will shine like the sun and never blush with shame. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Don't keep your eyes on the news media. Keep your eyes on the Lord. And see, if you can put your eyes on the Lord, even in this season, shame be far away from you. Disgrace be far away from you. Disappointment will be far away from you. Put your eyes on the Lord. Everyone who put his eyes on the Lord will never blush with shame. And I decree over your life, shame and disgrace is far away from your life, from your family, from your habitation, in the mighty name of Jesus. The plan of the enemy will never come to pass in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. So the God 
that you serve have the, has the power to keep you, to protect you, and to provide for you. He has the power to do that. Put your eyes on the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, I want to look at a very important point this morning. Point number three is you we are designed to overcome storms. God did not offload you to the earth unprepared. Every arsenals that you need to win the battles of life were already in us before we came. So you were designed to overcome. Can you shout it louder, man? You see, the truth is that in life, there are things you can't pray away. You got to walk through. There are some things you must walk through. There are some things you must run through. You see, we are walking through something right now we never expect we're going to walk through. That's what we're in right now. You see, the psalm, the, the, the David said in Psalm 23, I was four. Say, yeah, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. That is, uh, God is in you, God is with you, and God is for you. In this season, we are walking through it, and we're going to walk through it, and we're going to come out victorious. Can you shout the loud amen? We're going to come out victorious. Glory to God. You are not alone. God is with us. This whole thing will end in praise, I'm telling you. This whole thing will end in glory. God will turn it around in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Though I walk through, no matter how big your faith is, there will be a season in your life you will need to walk through. There will be a season in your life you will need to run through. There will be a season in your life you will need to be talked through. And we're in that season. But my encouragement to you this morning is that you're going to come out. You're going to come out. You will walk through. We will walk through. And we'll come out victorious. Can you shout aloud, Amen? Glory to God. Now, John chapter 16 and verse 33. The Bible says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you have tribulations and trials and distress and frustration. But be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident, certain, undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of the power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Glory to God. God is telling us this hour that he has conquered the enemy. He has deprived the enemy, the power to make us fail, the power to hurt us, and the power to stop us. Glory to God. So, he has overcome the world for us. We, have already, we already have our victory over what is going on right now. What I want to do is stay in faith. We are facing some things, but God has already given us an assurance that we have the victory. That we have the victory. Anchor your hope on the word of God. Because you are not going to come out the same. You're, gonna, you're not going to come out the same. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to talk about, about a very important point here about the coronavirus. I'm going to talk about it. I pray that God will give me wisdom to channel this in the way that you're going to understand. Amen? The Bible says in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4, Little children, you are of God. You belong to him and have already defeated and overcome them. He's talking about who they are. The agent of the Antichrist. You have already defeated and overcome them because he who lives in you is greater and mighty than he that lives in the world. You see, and the Amplified Bible explains this very well. You see, you see, the corona, coronavirus is not just a virus. The coronavirus is a demonic propaganda. It's a demonic conspiracy. It's a demonic weapon for the enemy to rule the world. And see, what I'm telling you, I'm, not, I'm going to tell you this very frankly of what is going on. We are coming to the end of the age. That is the truth. I want to tell you the truth. You see, this coronavirus thing of COVID is has provided an opportunity for people to call in for one world government, one world economy, and a one world religion. That should give, that should give you a key of what is going to happen or what the enemy is planning. That's what even as I'm talking to you now, the 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 the, um, the world organization or they call it the um, the, the what's the name I want to use again for this um, the the United Nation is already calling for for a one world sustainable economy and if you can believe with me you can Google that's what is called a one world passport is out already one world passport you can be a citizen of the world. See, we are gradually coming to the end of the age. But God has given us an assurance. So, you see, what is going, I want to give you a key what the enemy is planning. What the enemy is planning with this coronavirus is that what, another thing you're going to hear now is that you can have the symptoms and it, you can have the symptoms of coronavirus without knowing. So, you can be a carrier. And because of that, they're going to ask for everybody to be vaccinated. That is where they're going. And that vaccination is not just a vaccination. It's a tool to rule the world. That's what the enemy is planning. The goal of the enemy is targeted towards the church. He wants to shut us down. Because the church is the only hope of the world. And he can't do it because the time is not yet. It's getting close. As I'm talking to you, there are policies that we made for a one-world government, economy, and religion. And what they are going to ask for, they're going to ask for cooperation from nations. After that, they're going to ask for integration from nations. And they're going to ask for unification. And it was going on. But I want to tell you that the enemy can't stop us because the Bible says this in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations and then the end will come. The end can't come until this gospel is free to every nation. There are many nations and many cities that have never heard about Christ. So whatever they are planning, 
will never come to pass. And that is why the church, we, are encouraging, we are encouraging the church to pray. What the enemy has in mind is deadly. But he can't walk because even if they can stop us from gathering, they can't stop us from praying from our homes and from different places. They can't still stop the prayer. The whole goal is targeted against the church. Because the church is the only hope that we have. But they can't stop us. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So the good news is that we're going to come out of this. We are going to come out of this. You see, and you're going to come out of this one piece. Nothing broken, nothing missing, nothing lacking in your life, in your family. You're going to come out one piece. I decree that in your life in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Numbers chapter 31 and verse 49. And they said to Moses, your servant have taken account of the men of war who are under our command and not a man of force is missing. At the end of this situation, not a man, not a woman in your family, in your home, in your community will be missing in the name of Jesus. We will count you and you will be complete. In the name of the Lord Jesus, nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken concerning you and concerning your family. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are coming out of this better than before, more again, more brutal for the kingdom. God is raising men and women in this season that will release this gospel unlike never before. The enemy cannot stop the work of God because the end is not yet. Can you shout glory to God? Can you shout glory to God? Hallelujah. Now, but the truth I want to share with you is that after this season, things are not going to be the same. <laughs> things are never going to be the same. I want to go to point number four as we round up this morning. The shaking and the emergence, emergence of the end time church. You see, I want to read from you from Hebrew chapter 12, verse, verse, Hebrew chapter 12, verse 26 to verse 27. You see, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, yet once more, I will shake, I shake not only the earth, but also heavens. Now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that have been shaken as of things that are made that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. I want to show you what that, what that means. We are getting to a, a season where only those who are in the hot pursuit of the presence of God will be relevant. We are getting the next season we are getting into now is the end time season. And only those who are in the hot pursuit, only a church, only a people that are in the hot pursuit of the presence of God will be relevant. He said that, that so that those things which are made might be shaken. Every system is not strong enough. They, they are capable of failing. We're going to be hearing more failing of systems as we move to the next season. But look at what the Bible says here in Hebrew chapter 12, verse 28. It says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which 
listen to that. Since we are receiving the kingdom, we cannot be shaken. Let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reference and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. He talked about only the kingdom is the only thing that is permitted to survive in the world that we're in. And we are carrying the kingdom. Luke 17 21 says, We are the kingdom. The kingdom is in us. And God is warning us for everyone who is carrying, who, every believer. The, the next season we are getting into is not the season to be lukewarm. It's the season to serve God with your skill, with your resources, with your time, with everything God has given you. Because only those who will serve God, only those who are committed to God, are the people who know experience supernatural supply. For every other thing made will be shaken. And you shall glory to God. I don't mean to scare you, but that is the truth. That's the word of God. If you, if you read Haggai chapter 2, verse 7 and verse 8, the Bible was talking about, I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desires of all nations, and I will fill this temple with my glory. After the, after the shaking comes the glory. And wherever the glory is, the God will be. That's what he's talking about. And he's talking about for the king, for the children of God. After this season, only those who are committed to God will enjoy supernatural supplies. Only those who are committed to the kingdom will be relevant. That is the season of exploit God is talking about. The first time there was a shaking was in Mount Sinai. And God said, I will shake the world once more. We are in that shaking right now. After the shaking will come the end of the time. We are in that season right now. That is the season the church is in. So if you are not saved, it's time to get saved. If you are not serious with God, it's time to get serious with God. Can you shout glory to God? And the Bible says, as I round up this morning, and this sign shall follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will, they will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. That is the season we are getting into. We are getting to the season of the supernatural. And I want you to get connected to it. And we, we, the season we are in right now is a season that will prepare us for our next season. Don't waste your time. This is a season of preparation. What you do in this season is what determines your next season. This is a time. Don't stop in the way you serve God. Whichever way you are serving God, don't withdraw. This is not a time to hold back your seed. This is a time to serve God with your skill, with your talent, with everything God has given you. And everything you do for God can never come unrewarded. Can you shout the Lord, amen? And I want to decree over everyone at the sound of my voice as I close this morning that this season we're in is already ended. I decree an end to this tribulation and trial. And I decree a decrease in the number of coronavirus cases we have. I decree a decrease, a decrease in the name of Jesus. And I command that thing to be terminated. And for you, I decree new doors open before you. I decree divine intervention in your life.
divine restoration. I release the face of God in the affairs of your life. I release wisdom of God to walk in everything you set out to do. The wisdom of God will run through you. Divine direction will run through you. You will be at the right place at the right time. In the name of Jesus, you will never be a victim of the onslaught of the enemy. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning. And I cover everyone at the sound of my voice with the blood of Jesus. Everyone watching, everyone listening, the blood of Jesus is your covering. And no evil shall come near you. And no plague will come near your dwelling. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Father, we thank you for your word. Let the name be glorified. In Jesus' name. Before we go to this communion service, before we go to our communion section this morning, if you are listening to me and Jesus is not the Lord of your life, I want to pray with you. If Jesus, you are listening, you are watching me now, and Jesus is not the Lord of your life, that's a prayer on your screen. I want to pray that prayer with me right now. Oh God of he- oh God in heaven, I believe with all my heart that Jesus has been raised from the dead. And I receive your word. And I repent of my sin. I renounce the past. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. I receive my forgiveness. I receive the new birth. Cleanse and wash in the word and in the precious blood of Jesus. Fill me with your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Please, if you have prayed a prayer, you have given your life to Jesus, that's information on your screen. Please get back to us through email or through call. We want to minister the word to you. We want to help you grow in your Christian faith and your Christian work with God. And as you do that, the Lord will bless you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Glory to God. So um, we are going to our communion section. You're going to see communion section on the on the screen. What we are doing now, get uh, uh, any beverage. Uh, the, the information is right there or any juice, anything that is not alcoholic. We're going to our communion section now. And then um, I wanted to just get that ready. We're going to be praying about the communion. We're going to be blessing it. And you're going to take it. And every force of hell in your life will be destroyed. So I want to read, before we do that, I want to read John chapter 6 and verse 53. John chapter 6 and verse 53. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I said to you, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. So when you take the communion, you're taking life. Anything that is dead in your body, this one will be destroyed. Everything that looks like a concern, like a challenge in your body will be destroyed. As you partake of that communion, there will be deliverance, there will be freedom, there will be healing. Right this moment, in the name of the Lord Jesus. So we are reading also Exodus chapter 12 and verse 13. He said, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the flag shall not be on you to destroy you. So when you partake of this communion this morning, evil will pass over you. Coronavirus will pass over you. Calamity will pass over you. Whatever the enemy has planned, this season will pass over you and your family. In the mighty name of Jesus. You see, whenever there is blood, a covenant is enforced. That it to me that means that as you partake of this communion, your healing is enforced, your deliverance is enforced, your restoration is enforced, whatever you believe in God for is enforced. Whatever that's a, a blood, a covenant is enforced. 
and as you partake of that coming on this morning, you see change in your life right away in the name of the Lord Jesus. So we are in a commun our communion blessing right now. You're going to see that on your screen. Get your communion. Get. Uh, I hope you should be having a bread or wine or something on your table this morning. And uh, we're going to pray over it this morning together in your home, in your houses. You're going to see the prayer on your screen. I'm going to do that. I'm going to pray with you as well. So are we there right now? So get bread. Get something in your hand as we bless the communion this morning. Get something in your hand. Are you ready? A juice or, or any privilege and non-alcoholic alcoholic drink. Get something in your hand as we pray. Are you ready? We're on communion blessing. Uh, you're going to pray the prayer with me. You're going to pray it together. I decree by faith that this becomes the blood and the flesh of Jesus. And as I partake of this communion, I curse the root of sickness, disease, depression, anxiety, delays, disappointment, shame, disgrace, and lack in my life. And I take my healing, I take my deliverance, I take my restoration, and I take my breakthrough now in the name of Jesus. You can never, you cannot partake wherever you are. You cannot partake the, wherever, partake the communion wherever you are in your homes. Amen.